it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Eric McMahon. The college football national championship is almost here, and Michigan will face Washington in Houston. We've got everything you need to know before kickoff, from the major storylines to the keys to the game. It's the last game of the year. Can't hold anything back now. All right, guys, good to be with you here Sunday morning, January 7th. It's hard to know what day it is. Uh, Washington coach Kalen DeBoer just said the same thing to us. Uh, but yeah, kind of mid-morning here in Houston, late morning, I guess, in, in Michigan in the Eastern time zone. But we are uh, we're one day away from kickoff in the national championship. I'm here in Ryan Zook's hotel room. Um this I, guy I, forgets his mic two trips yeah, in a row, man. I really forgot. It was an intentional <laughs> leave behind. Um, so yeah, we're we're sharing one here, uh, and yeah, we had a discussion that I thought was about this. So then our rooms are next door to each other. It just happened to be. So I came and knocked on the door, <laughs> but I wasn't getting an answer. Then I started like panicking that it actually wasn't his room. So I called him and I hear him answer right on the other side of the door. And he's like, what are you doing here? Trying to come into your room. And like we discussed, you obviously thought. I I thought like, are you ready to pod? Like, are are you ready to like go to our rooms and record separately? And I didn't realize you were coming in. I had to put, I had to put pants on. Like, Yeah. He wasn't ready for you, man. He'd be like, and I didn't really like, I hear noises. I'm right by the elevator. So I hear noises like all the time. So I didn't know if that was an actual knock on my door or not. And so I'm like, Typically, it's, if I talk to Khan, it's on Teams. It's like it's an actual phone call, and sure enough, here he is at my door, ready, has his little chair ready to go, wheels it in, and we're ready to rock for our last uh, pregame pod of the year. Yes, yes, only only one chair in this room, so I didn't bring mine from from my room. But uh, yeah, here, here we are uh, in in downtown Houston. Uh, national championship will kick off uh, Monday night at uh, seven forty-five. Uh, Eastern, Eastern time. time is when actually it'll be kickoff. You know, they're saying 7.30. So 6.30, 6.45 here. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're here now. We talked about our preseason predictions the other day. Um, you know, I mean, I did have Michigan winning the national championship going undefeated. Aaron, you know, had them in the playoff and at least, uh, you know, possibly getting to this game. But I guess overall, just um, not surprise level, but, you know, given how Michigan's season has gone, you know, what do you make of them actually being in this game? Yeah, not not a huge surprise, right? Like I think before the season started, we all looked at this team, and given the experience level, the talent, everything else coming back, it made sense, right, that they would run the gauntlet and win the Big Ten and, and you know get back to the playoff. 
the surprising part, at least for me, was the fact that they were able to beat Alabama and, and get to this point. So, um, you know, kudos to them. I mean, they're, they're where they want to be. I mean, it's a statement Jim Harbaugh has, has said constantly now over the last couple of weeks. Um, this was their goal to, to obviously get to this game and, and win it. Now, the game still has to be played, but, um, you know, they're, uh, they've, they've accomplished everything that they've set out to this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I had Michigan losing one game during the regular season to Ohio State. And it, just before the year, it's, it's tough to predict the team to run the table. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. Injuries can be a factor. And luckily, Michigan's been fortunately pretty healthy all season. And it's like, all right, they went undefeated last year to, to pick them to do that again. That's really tough to do. And credit to them. They've been had another remarkable year. And I, it's definitely not surprising by any means. It was just before the year. I'm like, it's just tough for me to pick the team to run the table and get it back to the playoff. Sure enough, they did. They uh, Penn State's offense didn't turn out to be as maybe as good as some people thought. Ohio State and Kyle McCord weren't as dominant as maybe some people thought. Um, and, yeah, that was a, a classic game. I mean, the Alabama finish, classic, an all-time classic. Ohio State game, another exciting finish. I mean, it's been uh, an exciting run here over the past month or so, and here we are with uh, one more one more game remaining against what should be a pretty high-scoring game in, in most people's eyes. Yeah, we've got two 14-0 teams, so, so one of them is going to be 15-0 um, to just be the third time in, in college football history that you've had a 15-0 team. Uh, LSU did it that year with Joe Burrow. Um, and Clemson did it, did it one year a, as well um, with Trevor Lawrence, but um, at quarterback. But yeah, uh, this is this is pretty remarkable. I guess now we've you know got to um, we had media day yesterday where we got you know both complete rosters and coaching staffs again, just like before the Rose Bowl. Um, I don't know. Let's let's kind of give our listeners a little bit of a, the the vibe of each team where where they're kind of at, and um, yeah, kind of you know what what you make of these two programs entering Monday's game. I think for Michigan, they're ready to play the game. I mean, the players have been asked the same questions over and over again, and we're you know we're not getting different answers. So it, it's very much a let's line up and play because, um, you know, again, they've been preparing for this for a month now. That you know they spent three a good three weeks preparing for Alabama. Um, I, I think the unique thing, at least with this game, is it's kind of resumed a normal game week, right? Like they they spent so much time and energy looking at Alabama, preparing for them, talking about them, and then they beat them, and now you to turn around right away fly across the country, get get reset, and then prepared, and then hit practice, and then, and then fly to Houston. So it, it's very much more like it's been more like a game week. I think something it's something they probably appreciate. Uh, but, you know, I, I think they're eagerly anticipating Monday night to, to you know, finally, to, you know, get this game uh, played. And I'm sure they'll, they'll have to make some steam adjustments, too. I mean, this Washington team is, is completely different from Alabama, offensively and defensively. I mean, there's Jalen Milrow doesn't have the arm of Michael Penix. He doesn't have the receiving core. I mean, both offensive lines were supposed to be pretty good, but they're kind of built differently. I mean, Michigan had won the Joe Moore Award back-to-back years, and then Washington won it this year. And, I mean, that pass rush is going to be uh, imperative for for the Wolverines because if you give Michael Penix time, these receivers are going to get open. Um, so that, that will be a, an interesting storyline. I, I think, yeah, this this secondary is going to be tested more so, I think, they than they have all year. And uh, we'll we'll see if they can. Uh, I think if they keep keep Washington under t- or twenty eight points or under, they have a, a good shot at winning this game because I don't think Washington's defense is very good. Yeah, I mean Michael Penix Jr. I think you know a lot of Michigan fans may remember him from his time at Indiana, four years there. Um, you know, several major injuries, um, and then eventually followed his uh, you know one time offensive coordinator and, and quarterbacks coach uh, Kalen DeBoer. 
to Washington, you know, two years ago. So this is now his second year there, his sixth in college. Um, and he was the Heisman Trophy runner up. Um, Washington has the most prolific passing offense in the country, you know, as far as yards per game. Um, you know, the, the completion percentage is high for Penix. The interceptions are low. Um, he, he's not he's not much of a runner. He's not a statue back there, but that's not really what what he does. Um, lefty who, you know, a lot of different arm angles, but um, makes it work behind um, the nation's best offensive line. Michigan's offensive line won that that award um, in the previous two years, but Washington got it this year. So, uh, you know, Ryan just touched on that. I, I agree. I think that's that's the key to the game. Um, certainly when Washington has the ball is, is Michigan getting, getting pressure. If they do anything like they did against Alabama, I actually don't think this game is that close. Um, but you figure that's going to be tough against this offensive line, but cause you, you give Penix, um, you know, a lot of time to, to operate back there and he'll, he'll pick you apart. You see some of the throws he's made this year and it's, I mean, he's fitting balls in tight windows and he makes it, makes it look effortless too. And his receivers are all also very talented and, and can make the catch and make contested catches. And they got some size, they got speed. Um, it, it's going to be fascinating to watch to see how these two teams match up. And I think there someone was, I think Jesse Minter was asked about this yesterday at media day about the officiating crew. And I guess they, uh, have a tendency to call a lot of pass interference penalties, which might not bode well for Michigan, given, uh, I mean, how much Washington likes to throw the ball. Um, so a lot of interesting storylines, and, and we'll see how uh, how things transpire on Monday night. We forget, too, like when, when Michigan made the overhaul changes, wholesale changes on defense, uh, you know, after the 2020 season, they, they built the defense to, to handle offenses like this. In fact, one of the Michigan defensive players was asked this week, I think it was Mason Graham, of who this – Washington offense, you know, most resembles, and, and they said the 2021 Ohio State team. Uh, and, and again, that that's kind of how this this when Jesse Minter and Mike McDonald came in, they were they were you know basically told build a, build a defense that can stop an Ohio State esque offense. Well, you they've done it now three years in a row. They have well, they have Washington on Monday, so I, I'm really curious to see how the Washington offense holds up. You know, they're going up week in week out against Pac-12 defenses, which aren't exactly known for for their for, you know, for, for their effectiveness. So part of me wonders if some of those Washington numbers are a little bit inflated. I mean, don't get me wrong. Michael Penix is a great quarterback. He's one of the best in the country. They've got some elite receivers. Um, I, I think a doomsday legitimately had a case for like the Blitnikoff and even the Heisman trophy, but that's another story. But th- this Washington off- offense can throw the football. They got some great receivers, uh, but I don't know if they've necessarily gone up against a, a Michigan defense that um, can, can slow uh, a unit down, you know, I, I do think the Huskies are going to get some yards. They'll probably get some points, but the key for Michigan is to be keeping them out of the end zone and either forcing turnovers or forcing field goals. That, that's what I thought too. And then seeing uh, Penix throw for 430 yards against a Texas defense that I thought was pretty decent. That's, that was a little bit eye opening to me. I mean, I, I thought that game would be close, but um, the way that, that Washington was able to move the ball in that one was a, a little bit surprising to me. Uh, I mean, 430 yards is a lot in a, in a college playoff game, too. So I don't think he'll get there against Michigan, but it was still like, all right, maybe maybe this offense is pretty legit. And it's not against the, the Pac-12 defenses that we saw all year where the totals in a lot of games were like 70 plus in, in some of them. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's like stereotypes on both sides. Right. And, you know, talking to the Washington coaches yesterday, they're all about, hey, we faced some some good defenses this year. There's some good ones in the Pac-12 and Texas was was supposed to be good. And, you know, look what we were able to do against them. And then, you know, on the Michigan side, uh, 
you know, Jesse Minner, you know, I was kind of saying about how there's that narrative of, of Alabama and, you know, they were the big bad bully. And he's like, yep, yeah, we, we heard that and you know, out to prove people wrong. And now we're hearing that Washington's the greatest offense in the history of college football. <laughs> and we're going to try to slow them. So I, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I think, again, so many games come down to to what happens in the trenches. And I think this one will, will be no different, um, you know, because, again, for for. Washington's offense to work they need to protect Penix and on the other side for Michigan to do what it wants to do which I imagine is run early and often um you know they're going to need to to block well on, on that side of the ball too but let's let's talk about Michigan's offense a little bit because we haven't so far yet um yeah I mean the Sugar Bowl was not their best game by any means boy did they put together a drive at the end when they needed to um but I, I can't help but shake that first throw that JJ McCarthy made and uh you know some of the some of the inconsistency throughout that game but um you know we've seen it from Michigan enough this year that you know I think I think they can crack 30 points in this game I do and especially if they control tempo right I I don't think the game plan is going to be similar to Rose Bowl where they're they're going to come out looking to throw um, I, I, I do think, but, but you mentioned it, like I think the goal is going to be turn the clock, keep the ball away from Michael Penix and the Washington offense, and, and, and you know, long drives, long time-consuming drives, and put points on the board. I think that's the goal. And ideally, you want to score first, right? You want to get on the board early and, and force Washington to do some stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, I think if Michigan can control the line of scrimmage, as you were talking about, and, and can get the, the ground game going early, it's going to feed to them. I mean, that's going to play into what they want to do. Uh, we've seen this before, right? Uh, you know, we were talking about Ohio State earlier. That that was always the goal against Ohio State. Keep the ball away from their offense. Hold on to football as long as you can and, and score points. And then you're more likely to come out on the, other, on the right side. So um, I, I think they're built to do that. The offensive line, I thought, showed up in the Rose Bowl. I thought they played really well, um, especially in you know, pass protection. But I, I just I, I wonder how much of how much you're going to rely on JJ's arm. Um, you know, if Washington does decide to stack the box and, and play with you know uh, you know uh, you know six seven guys over the middle, I, I do think Michigan's going to have to go to the outside. You know, so I I, I don't know. I, I think Michigan's going to want to run first if they can do that and and be successful doing it. Um, it, it could be a long day for for Washington. I think. And yeah, like we were talking about this in the press box at the Rose Bowl. I mean, it seemed like it was way, it took way too long for Michigan to get Blake Corum involved against Alabama. It's like, what are you doing throwing the ball, coming out, throwing the ball with JJ looking a little uh, shaky when you got Blake Corum in the backfield? And then they start giving him the ball, start to find a rhythm. And you finally saw them to sustain some drives and, and kind of let the offensive line get in the game a little bit, let JJ settle down a little bit. And they ended up being a lot more productive after that. So, yeah, and we haven't really talked about it. Yeah, Washington's defense isn't really good. They, they allow a lot of yards, but their secondary can, can get some takeaways. So if you're asking McCarthy to kind of chuck it up deep, and that, that could be a little bit risky, especially when you got, got a guy like Corm in the backfield. If, if, if he's not touching the ball almost half the time, really Corm, I'm saying, and I, I think that could be a mistake on Michigan's part because you want to sustain those drives, run the clock out, is if you get behind, it's, I think this is a team's pretty similar to TCU last year, an explosive offense. And if you get behind them, like you did TCU, it's it's a tough hill to climb. Um, so yeah, I'm expecting a, a run heavy uh, approach early on, and and if they are effective at it, just they'll try and sustain it through their whole game. And maybe a simple screen pass from McCarthy to <laughs> to start things off for his for his first throw. But um, yeah, I, I agree with what Aaron was saying too. I, I think maybe the 
the best defense for Michigan in this game is, is a good offense is being on the field and, and keeping Penix off the field, um, you know, as much as possible, which again, plays right into Michigan's hands from what they've done most of this season. Um, I mean, that, that's how they won many of their games was just, you know, ball control and, uh, these, these just long grinding drives. And then you know, in the second half, they kind of wore teams down. Um, I think they, they definitely learned their lesson talking to players from that TCU game last year that they can't just assume that's going to happen that, Oh, this is a PAC 12 team and they're just going to be able to run the ball, uh, you know, at will and, and kind of steamroll them and be the more physical team. Um, I mean, I think they believe they, they can be, um, but you know, I, I don't think they're definitely not overlooking Washington in this game by any stretch. No, you're right. And like we, we've talked about how this mission team has battled through adversity this year. I mean, this Washington team has remained undefeated despite playing, I think, 10 straight single digit score games. Like, I mean, they've been in a lot of close ones and found ways to win. So um, it's a veteran team, an experienced team. Um, so it's that I mean, it's not like they're like, wow, I can't believe they're here. Um, they're, they're, they've got guys that have been around and and could be uh, could be a challenge if Michigan overlooks them. And they've beaten some good teams, right? If you go down their schedule, I mean, they've got what wins over five ranked teams this year. The Pac-12, you can make a case, might have been like, I don't know, the second best conference in in the country, depending on you know top to bottom. But like, they're in a good league. They play a good brand of football, and they play a tough schedule, so they they're proven. It's this isn't a situation where this is like a TCU just kind of TCU team fluking its way into the into the championship game. They they deserve to be here. They're a very good team. Jim Harbaugh has praised Kalen DeBoer all week long. He he sees you know he he called them a thorough team, top to bottom, both sides of the ball. Um, very much kind of like Michigan in some ways. Uh, so it's. I, I'm excited for it. It should be a good game. It's a good matchup. Uh, you know, two two programs who you know we aren't necessarily used to seeing in, in this spot. So I, I think that, that adds more more intrigue to, to everything. Uh, I'll ask this question. It's a team. Neither, it's a question neither team you know wants to to think about. But I mean, they're both fourteen and zero. They both um, you know beat beat everyone on their schedule, but you know, including their rivals, won their conference championship, won a you know bowl game, playoff semifinal to get to this spot. You know, if you're Michigan, if you lose this game. Is it still a successful season? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that the other day because, you know, all season long they've been saying national title or bust, right? And I think if you were to ask the players at least right now before the game starts, they would tell you it would, it would be a disappointment. But I, I think once the dust settles, you know, again, say they lose, right? And the, and the dust settles and you look back on this a few months later, I, I still think you would call it a successful season. I mean, you know, they, they won 12 regular season games, again, won a Big Ten championship. They were finally able to win a bowl game and beat an SEC opponent doing it. Um, so I, I think there'll be a lot to like and a lot to look back on and, and, you know, relish, but at the same time too, right? Like the national championship was the end goal here, you know, all season long, you know, the, the wins over Ohio state are great. Winning another big 10 championship is great. Beating Alabama is even better, but like that, this was the reason so many of these guys came back this year. So I, I think it would be a disappointment, at least in the immediate, uh, regard, but I think long-term record book and history book and everything else. Um, I, I, I think it would be, uh, you know, I, I think it would be a success. Yeah, I know. I mean, especially with I, I think this Michigan team overall is better than Washington. So in that regard, if if, if they can't finish the job against a team, I think they're more talented and more and, and just a better overall team than then that would be a disappointment. But you, I mean, 14 wins in one year running the table, 14 straight wins, beating Alabama, uh, a, a third straight win over Ohio State. Like, there's a lot of milestones that this program hasn't accomplished in a very long time. Um, so I think I mean, you got to win national championships to have like a, a everlasting legacy. But I think even if this team loses, this team will be talked about for a while too. 
uh, probably a little bit for the off the field stuff, but I mean, the on the field stuff too, it's been a pretty remarkable season. I mean, they still lead the team in, in average scoring margin, um, despite going through a, a tough end of the year schedule too. So this team has been pretty dominant all throughout the year. Very well said by both of you. Uh, let's get into our predictions then for, for this game. Um, again, number one versus number two, both undefeated. Um, you have some interesting individual and kind of positional matchups that, that we touched on. Uh, but yeah, give me, give me what you're actually predicting your score, uh, for Monday night's game to beat Aaron. We can start with you. So I said before Alabama, the Alabama game, um, I said, if Michigan were to beat the Crimson Tide, I would pick them to win the national championship. And I'm still sticking with that. Um, you know, I picked them to lose against Alabama. I didn't necessarily think they could keep up with the physicality and the size and everything else. And they, they passed with flying colors. They played exceptionally well. I thought they handled things you know, special teams aside, very well. So I think from a matchup standpoint, this is a this is a good spot for Michigan. Typically, in these situations where you have an elite offense like Washington going up against elite defense like Michigan, you know, more times than not, I feel like the defense tends to win out, and I think that's what's going to happen here. I think you're going to see Washington move the football, as I said earlier. I think they're probably going to score some points, but I think in the end, you know, Michigan's ability to force turnovers. Get, get key plays at key times and generate enough pass rush or pressure on Michael Penix, I think is going to win out. So I think Michigan scores early and first. I think they control tempo and control clock. They play their type of game. Uh, they, they limit the possessions and scores for Washington. So I'm, I'm going to pick the, the Wolverines win the national championship. I, I think I went with 31-27 or 31-24, excuse me. So I think Michigan wins by a touchdown. I think it's a relatively close game all, all, you know, all, all night. But I, I think Michigan, you know, stays, you know, one possession ahead most of the way. I have, uh, yeah, I, I, have, I mean, I took Michigan losing to Alabama in the Rose Bowl. I had them losing to Ohio State, and it's like, no, I, I got to take Michigan in this game. I, I think this is a team of destiny. Um, I have them winning 38-27. Uh, I think top to bottom, they're, they're the better team. They've been on this big stage before, and, and they're on a mission. One track mind, as Jim Harbaugh would say, to win this national title, and I th- think they're going to go out on top. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Michael Penix is going to move the ball, store some points, but I also think it will be a big day for the offense for the Wolverines. We're getting back to our uh, regular season picks for the most part, at least early in the year where we, where we for the most part, had very similar numbers. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I I just think Washington is, I'm not overlooking them either. I, I, they are, they are a very good team. I think Michigan's just kind of a little bit better in, in almost every area. I mean, I guess it's hard to say that McCarthy is, is better than Penix. Obviously the numbers aren't there, but I don't know if I, I kind of trust him just as much in, in this spot. Um, and especially when you factor in what, what he can do with his legs, which were important there, you know, at, uh, you know, against Alabama uh, at times. So, um, yeah, Michigan has just been uh, so focused all year. I mean, given everything that's happened off the field, too, it's kind of been amazing how um, resilient they've been and, 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 you know, went from dominant early in the regular season to then, you know, pulling out close games against better competition. I have them at uh, 34-24. So we've got, we got Michigan with 31, 34, and 38 points, and then, two 24s and a 27 for Washington, but yeah, 34, 24. Um, and I think, I think it's a very competitive game throughout, but um, yeah, I do see Michigan in the end getting, getting to Penix enough to, uh, you know, limit big plays. I don't think they'll, they'll completely wipe them out. I think Washington will hit a couple, maybe long passes, maybe one for a touchdown, but um, yeah, not enough to stop Michigan from, from outscoring them with their kind of more balanced attack. 
Yeah, and if you if you look at this game from like a position by position breakdown, it's like, all right, what what spots do does Washington maybe have the advantage? It's like, all right, the receivers for sure, definitely an advantage there. Maybe a little bit offensive line, and I guess you'd probably argue quarterback too with with Penix and, and his ability to throw, but not a significant edge over McCarthy. So I, I think there's just top to bottom, Michigan is just better at at more spots, and I think that will be conducive for for their success on uh, on Monday night. They're gonna have to limit mistakes too. Like you, you can't have the special teams blunders that they had the other day in the Rose Bowl. Those, those just can't happen. Uh, you know, you can't have the pick sixes that JJ threw in the semifinal last year. They've really got to play a clean game. I know it's easier said than done on this stage. You know, it is a national championship. It, it, you know, nerves will be there. Everyone's watching, uh, but they, they've got to really got to play. I think one of their best games of the year. If they can do that, uh, they're victorious. I, I no doubt about it. Um, yeah, it's unanimous. We think Michigan will be national champion but uh obviously you can tune in to to see if we're right uh 7 45 eastern time 6 45 local time is the actual kickoff time on on espn uh michigan and washington in the national championship at nrg stadium home of the nfl's houston texans uh here in houston we'll have coverage still leading up to the game during and after on mlive.com slash wolverines thanks for listening